Hello and welcome to the Big G Video Podcast. This is episode three and basically I bought a DJI Osmo 2 and I'm going to talk about why I went and bought that and why on earth I do that when I have very, very similar products. So let's get into it. I'm starting to do documentary filming and I'm going back to documentary filming and I want a setup where I can get good footage, I can get it capture it well, I've got a small footprint and it's stabilized and I've got good sound. So I've got a ZV-1 and I thought I'll use that and I'll get a gimbal for it and I remembered I actually have a gimbal. So I got my gimbal out and I set my ZV-1 up on it and it worked and it gave smooth footage but it was actually really quite cumbersome to use. Now I've sadly got loads of cameras. I probably have a bit of gear acquisition syndrome. So I've got a Canon DSLR, I've got a Panasonic Micro Four Thirds, I've got an Insta 360 Go 2, I've got, oh what else have I got? I've got the Insta 360 One X2, which is the 360 camera. I've recently got an Olympus EM10 II. Now that has built-in stabilization. That's really good. And I think that's it. Oh yeah, I've got a Fimi Palm. Yeah, I've got so I've got all these cameras and I have ones that have electronic stabilization like the Go 2 and the Insta 361 X2 and I have the Fimi Palm, but the Fimi Palm has rubbish audio. The Sony ZV-1 probably is the closest thing I'm I'm ha- I was happy with. That was good. The I had a small gimbal, so this is my problem, and this is why I'm talking about gimbals. Well, I'm not talking about gimbals. Gimbals led me to this purchase. So I wanted a gimbal that gave me smooth footage. So ZV-1 has good audio. I can plug mics into it. It's all good. It's cinematic. I can do loads of stuff with it. And I got my gimbal out, and I balanced it. Uh, this is a hassle. I always knew it would be a hassle balancing a gimbal, but I got my ZV-1 on to it. I was quite happy with it. But one of the problems is I couldn't use the gimbal to run my ZV-1. And what I mean by that is the gimbal has record button, stop button, focus button on. That I couldn't get to work with the ZV-1. I could get it to work with if I had a different Sony camera or if I had a different Panasonic camera, but basically I couldn't get it to work with the cameras I had. If I put the Canon DSLR on, occasionally it would just start flipping for no apparent reason. So that meant I couldn't rely on it with the Canon DSLR. So I couldn't use it with the Canon DSLR. So I thought I need to probably get a new gimbal. So I looked at gimbals and there were gimbals that were too small. This is very much Goldilocks, this story about gimbals. Gimbals that were too small could take my ZV-1 and that's it. Couldn't take anything else. Gimbals that were too big couldn't take the ZV-1 without putting additional counterweights on it, but it could probably take the other ones. But none of the decent gimbals I looked at, and I looked at the Weeble S and I looked at the Ronin SC, could control the cameras I had. So I was back to square one. Now, I went and I'd practiced using the gimbal on my ZV-1 and not using the controls. So using the controls on my camera. And it wasn't very good because it meant I had stable footage, but then I was poking at it and I was touching the touchscreen and I was pressing small buttons and it was moving it. And so what was the point of having a gimbal? So I sort of sat down and I thought, I want good audio. I want 
gimbal footage and I want a good picture. It has to be cinematic because that's what I'm after. It has to have good autofocus. So I thought, well, actually, why not get a DJI Pocket? And then in the end, I looked at the Pocket and, and the Pocket 2 and I thought I'm better off getting the Pocket 2. So I got the Pocket 2 and I've absolutely loved it. I've been using it this weekend. It's absolutely great. And actually, I wish I'd got it sooner. I think it could almost replace a camera. I think it's better than smartphone footage. I think it looks really, really good. And I'm so pleased I got it. I can film up to 4K60. I'm very unlikely to use 4K60, but I use 4K24 and 4K25. So I could film at 4K60 and slow it down because it doesn't have particularly good slow motion. But if I go to 4K60, I can slow it down enough. I don't get that bobbing up and down when I walk with a gimbal with it. So basically, I've got that. What I'm going to do when I go and do my documentary filming is I'm probably going to put the ZV-1 on a tripod and I'm probably going to use the Pocket 2 to film my B-roll and do all the moving stuff. And I can plug the same mic in to the ZV-1 as I can to the Pocket 2 and I'll be away. So I'm actually thinking tripod, two small cameras, maybe some wireless microphones or um, take my own boom pole and just boom the microphone out of shot and use a shotgun mic and that will probably work and that will have a really light footprint for my documentary stuff. I'll be really nimble and no one will be able to tell that I'm just using very, very small cameras and I'm hoping the quality will look so much better than than, than what I'm using. So I went... I wanted a gimbal, I went for a gimbal, I bought an Osmo Pocket 2 and again I've been very happy with it. So that is talking about maybe why you don't need a gimbal, maybe why you need to just reassess what you have and then just get what suits you best. But the weird thing is, and this goes for the ZV-1 as well, and this goes for mobile filming, you start with a small camera or a small device, by the time you kit it out, it's a lot bigger. So I'm gonna to need to get ND filters for it. I'm gonna, I needed to get a microphone adapter. I need to get something that effectively attaches and holds the, my smartphone to it because you can plug your smartphone in and it's, it's a wired connection rather than wireless. So you get a much bigger screen and for prolonged shooting, you're gonna need a much bigger screen. So. Yeah, that's what I've done. And I've started kitting it out. And at some point, it's not really a small thing anymore. But there we are. I guess you think it's not a small thing. But then when you look at your bigger cameras, oh, I need to kit my bigger camera out. It becomes a huge thing. So you always need to kit your cameras out. If you start small, you end up medium. If you end up, if you start small or large, you're going to end up massive. But that's just a side note. Do check me out in my other episodes. I'm hoping to put this out weekly. Do get in contact if you have anything you want um, me to think about or say, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.